everybody. Welcome back to the Redeemed and Restored podcast. I have not been on in over a month. The last podcast I put out was in August and September was crazy because we got married. It was the best day ever. Um, And now we're just now getting back into normal life after the honeymoon and I am getting my schedule back set up the way it was. Um, So today we are going to talk about encouragement filling someone's cup. Um, And we're going to be in the book of 2 Kings in chapter 4. So grab your Bibles and let's study together. Okay, if you are just joining this podcast for the first time, I am Sarah Adamson. Um, I just got married in September and I am a a preschool through kindergarten teacher at um, my church school. So my church has a little school um, that's very little house on the prairie-ish. We have 10 students, and it's awesome. Um, We love having uh, that personal relationship with our kids. Um, But also on the side, I work at a little boutique um, in my town, and I work there part-time. So I got this message from the owner of that boutique. Um, She makes these cool candles that turn into lotion as they burn. So as the wax turns into liquid, you can run your finger around the edge and use it as lotion. It is so cool. And they smell amazing. So, but what's even better is she uses old teacups and Sunday dishes as containers for these candles. So how cool is that? Um, I saw this teacup that she brought in and I wanted it because it was pale pink. It has... um, all these dainty little flowers on it. It's totally my style. So, of course, I had to get it for the new house. Um, that's been my excuse to buy anything lately. We have a new house, so it's for the house. <laughs> I burned through that candle and used the lotion. And, of course, I wanted some more. But I didn't want a new container because I loved my pink one so much. So, I asked her if she could refill the cup that I already had. And she said, of course I will. So I took my little pink empty teacup back to her so that she could pour a new scent into it for me. And I said, just surprise me. I don't care what scent you use. Um, She ended up putting this gorgeous smelling fall scent into it called Butter Brickle. It is amazing. Um, And I told her, just let me know how much I owe her um, or just take it out of my check, either one. And her response was, you don't owe me anything. I will always refill your cup when it is empty. Glad to do it. And as I read that, I was like, wow, that is so much more profound than candle wax. She said, I will always refill your cup when it is empty. That really hit me. And it's when God gave me this message. So we're going to read today about a woman who was in a crisis. And the answer to her problem was filling empty vessels. So let's start reading in 2 Kings chapter 4 and verse 1. It says, Now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead, and thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord. And the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to be bondmen. And Elisha said unto her, What shall I do for thee? Tell me, what hast thou in the house? And she said, Thine handmaid hath not anything in the house, save a pot of oil. Then he said, Go borrow thee vessels abroad of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels, borrow not a few. And when thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon thy sons, and shall pour out into all these vessels, and thou shalt set aside that which is full. 
So this woman's husband has died and the bill collectors are coming to take her two sons for slaves basically because she cannot pay her bills. She takes this problem to the prophet Elisha asking for help and his response was, what shall I do for thee? He's saying, what can I do to help you through this? Let's make that our response when someone comes to us. How many times have we said, I'm too busy for that or that's not my problem. Like even if it wasn't out loud and it was just in our head, how many times have we said that that's not our problem? Instead, why don't we say, what can I do to help? How can I serve you? Be available to your friends and family and people in general. Be a person that somebody can count on. Just like Elisha, who said to her, what do you have? And she said she only has one pot of oil. So he says, go borrow all the containers from your neighbors as possible. Empty containers. And that lady's probably thinking, how are all of these empty containers going to solve my debt problem? Like, that's not going to put money in my hand. Sometimes when God tells you something, isn't it easy to question it and say, God, how is this helping me? (laughs) We have to remember that God works in mysterious ways. Instead of giving Moses boats to cross the Red Sea, he parted it right down the middle. Instead of healing Lazarus, immediately he waited four days until he had died just to raise him back from the dead. Instead of keeping Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego from going into the furnace, he just went in there with them. So why does he do these things? He does it to bring glory to him and save more people. The more people that see these miracles happen in your life and these bad situations that turn around for the good, the more people will come to believe that there is a God who loves us. So when God is solving your problems in weird ways, do not question it. He knows what he's doing, and it's all for the greater good. So just go with the flow when it comes to how he does things and why he does things. Verse 5 says, So she went from him and shut the door upon her and upon her sons who brought the vessels to her, and she poured out. And it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said unto her son, Bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, There is not a vessel more. And the oil stayed. Notice, she did exactly what she was told. Following instructions is very important when listening to what God tells you to do. It's all about obedience to Him. Don't try to do it your way or think your way will work out better. It's only a dead-end road once you start going that way. Another good thing to notice in this text is that God uses Elisha to give this woman instructions. It wasn't Elisha's plan to do this. It was God's. So maybe when the person you've confided in that you trust, a person of God, gives you advice on what to do about your problem, even if it's cut and dry, even if it's not what you want to hear, maybe you should listen to them because it could just be that God is speaking to you through a fellow believer in Christ. So always, always be listening for his voice, no matter who it's coming through. Verse 5 says, she poured out. At the beginning of the story, she said she only had a little bit of oil. She wasn't completely out of oil. She had just a little bit left, and God multiplied it. This woman kept pouring and pouring and pouring. But what made her stop filling these vessels? It wasn't because she was out of oil. It was because she ran out of vessels to fill. Her little bit of oil she had left in the bottom of that vessel never ran dry. If I had a cup of coffee in my hand this morning and someone bumped into me, my coffee would spill out. Is it because that person bumped into me? No, it's actually because I had coffee in my cup. If I was holding an empty cup, there wouldn't be anything inside to spill out. 
So what I'm saying is you cannot pour out of an empty cup. If there's nothing in there to pour, you cannot pour. Jesus had given us a well of living water. If your spiritual well is dry, if you haven't been talking to Jesus and you haven't been in his word, then you are no longer filled, which means you cannot pour into anyone else. You can't speak life into others. You've got to take care of your spiritual life so that you can fill other people's vessels. Do not run yourself dry before going back to Jesus and getting yourself refilled. And this is why church, Bible study, youth group is so important because being with believers, talking about the Lord and worshiping Him and learning about Him will all grow your faith. Staying out of church may be keeping you from hearing His voice. So you, we have to be sure to keep our well in working order so that we can pour into other people. Verse 7 says, Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, Go, sell the oil, and pay thy debt, and live thou and thy children of the rest. This miracle allowed this woman to pay off her debt and still have enough left over. If you follow God's instructions and do it the way he says to do it, you will always have more than enough because he is a God of abundance. When I was shopping for a vehicle a couple of years ago, I wanted to buy a vehicle that would require payments. Still a used vehicle, but more than I had cash for. Um, but I was a creator, so my paycheck always fluctuated. I had no idea how much I would get paid in a month. And my dad said, no, you don't need to do that. That's not a good idea. You need to buy a nice used truck that you can pay cash for, and it'll be a done deal. And you don't have to worry about payments. So dad and I went shopping for me a vehicle and I ended up deciding on my black truck that I could pay cash for and it was mine that day. Little did I know that I would be quitting my job unexpectedly a few months later. If I had went with a truck that I had to make payments on, I probably wouldn't have been able to make it in the long run. So this story goes to show you need to listen to your dad, both your earthly dad and your heavenly one. They always know best because they can see the bigger picture. God can see the bigger picture. He can see the end result. I was driving home from work the other day, and uh, my husband Matthew was already at home. And as I was driving home, there's just this wall of black clouds in front of me. And I can see lightning, and I can see how hard it's raining in front of me. And I'm driving from, like, clear skies into this. And I told him, I was like, ooh, is it storming there? Like, it looks like it's storming pretty bad up ahead. And he went outside, and he was like, no, it's just dark. Like, it's getting dark. And I'm like, no, it's not getting dark yet. Like, you're in the middle of a storm. And he's like, no, it's literally just getting dark outside. He could not see that he was in a storm because he was in it. That's all he could see was darkness. So he just thought that it was getting dark outside. But I was on the outside looking in. I could see the bigger picture. And I was telling him, it's about to storm. And as soon as I pulled into the driveway, it just started pouring down and thundering and it just all let loose from there and I said see I told you it was about to storm um, but he couldn't see that bigger picture that I could see from the road God can see the bigger picture so we need to focus on the one who can see that bigger picture and listen to him because his ways are better than our ways we have to trust him listen to him and obey him and let him keep filling us so that we can fill others so keep your eyes open this week and your ears open to hear God's guidance and find someone to fill up. He puts people in our path every day that we can help, in our personal mission field, that we 
can show Jesus to. So say yes to him and be available for him. Thank you guys for studying with me and listening to the Redeemed and Restored podcast. I am praying over your week. I pray that God puts people in your path that you can fill up. And I pray most importantly that you guys get filled up first before going to fill others. So I pray that you guys get back in your study habits, which I'm working on right now. I'm working on getting up in the mornings to spend time with God before my day starts. So I pray that you guys can find your study habits and get close to Him get refilled so that you can go out into the world and fill others. Have a great week, everybody.